Check one, two, two, one, two, two, one, two, 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 one, two, two. Check, 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 check. One, two, two, one, two, two. 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 Well, hello, folks. Welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. Hope everybody's having a good day. Whatever day it is that you happen to be listening. Man, this podcast has been rocking and rolling for a while now. I think I'm probably knocking on the door of about 30 episodes, still figuring it out, still trying to learn everything, still trying to uh, just learn how to play the game. But I appreciate you listening. appreciate you checking it out. I uh, appreciate you stopping by and dropping me your comments. If you want to leave me a comment, I know it's kind of tough because there's a lot of different platforms to listen to the podcast on. Uh, you can listen to it on, I don't know what all of them are, iTunes and Google Podcasts and Apple and uh, where it's hosted at on Anchor. So there's a lot of different places to listen to it. The bad part is there's not a good way to really reach out to me and leave comments. So I think the best way is to go to my website, DieterMelhornFishing.com, and there's a contact section on there. Just uh, go on there. You can send me an email, uh, send me a message, and uh, that is the best way. I get the emails, and uh, I got my email link on there. That's the best thing to do. There's a message way you can do it with the form and all that. The best way is just hit the email, send me an email. Uh, if you want to tell me, hey, I love this, I don't like this, do a podcast on this, send it to me. Give me your thoughts. Uh, don't hesitate. Don't feel shy. People do it daily, and uh, it's really cool because it gives me ideas for stuff, uh, keeps me motivated, and uh, gives me something to think about when it comes to some of the topics and some of the things I got going on. So uh, one of the things I asked a little while ago was, uh, how long of a podcast do you like to hear? Uh, some of these podcasts, uh, the ones I do alone with just me, Jack and my jaws, uh, usually I try to keep eh, around 30 minutes, uh, seems to be a decent length of time, but whenever I bring in a guest and talk with them, they usually go longer. We start talking, I start asking questions. Uh, it's a little more entertaining, a little more long form, and some of those been up to an hour. So that's kind of the way it's been going now. I've heard different things from different people. Most people like something a little bit on the shorter version. They're looking for something more of a... I want to listen to it on my drive to work than listen to it on my flight across the country. So uh, that's kind of the difference in uh, kind of where people are with what they like and stuff. So I appreciate the feedback. Uh, it's very important to me. And uh, so far, it's been fun. I want to expand it. I'm still just trying to get uh, figure everything out, learn how to do a few things. I've added a new microphone. Actually, my wife bought the microphone for something she's doing. But I'm using it. Uh, before that, I was recording it on my uh, one of my video cameras uh, with a good mic. Uh, nothing wrong with it. But uh, this recording directly into the computer is a little bit better workflow. I can crank these things out, uh, hopefully at a little better volume, uh, more of them. I'd love to get to two a week. Right now, I'm trying to stick to one a week. Uh, but there may be, as I kind of get a backlog of them, uh, some more stuff in there. If there's anybody you'd like for me to interview on a podcast let me know go to deedermelhornfishing.com get a contact session send me an email i'm gonna try to reach out to some people in the industry and uh, see what they say so far everybody's been uh, very good i have to do them either in person or on skype and uh, that can be a little bit of a challenge sometimes but uh, 
I've been able to make it work so far, and it's a lot of fun when I'm able to. What I was going to talk about today, folks, was fishing for catfish in the fall. It's a uh, great time to be out on the water. Uh, if you've been fishing for them all summer, you know that, uh, well, in the heat of the summer, it can be a struggle. It can be a struggle to find fish and uh, tough on many levels. But it's fall. It's the time we've been looking for, waiting for. Uh, water temperatures are dropping. Air temperatures are dropping. And uh, if you're going to fish next to spring, this is probably one of the best times to be out on the water. Um, a lot of people wonder, what do you do differently during this time of the year? And my suggestion is cover water. Generally speaking, until these water temperatures really start to drop into the 50s, uh, these fish are all over the place. Uh, and that's mainly driven because of the bait. Uh, the bait there's a lot of uh this year's hatch in the water and there's a lot of smaller fish crappie perch if you have them skipjack feeding on this year's hatch they're very small not even as long as your pinky probably as long as the first joint in your pinky and these fish are feeding on them and they're moving with them and these fish are all over the place because water temperatures are comfortable they're stable and uh it's just it's optimal. So I suggest you cover water if you're able to do that. If you're bank fishing, uh, obviously you're limited on where you can fish, but the good news is, is that generally it opens up a lot of places for you to fish. Uh, if you've, you know, typically only have access to maybe a shallow flat or a deep drop, uh, odds are this time of the year, you're going to have catfish in those waters. So you're in good shape. Um, uh, no matter where you're at, you might want to play around a little bit. Obviously, uh, fish are there sometimes. They're not others, and that's just fishing. But if you're in a boat fishing, it's a great time of the year to, especially if you're on a reservoir, to drift, troll, drag baits for catfish uh, because they can be anywhere. They can be along the main river channels. Uh, they can be in the coves, creeks, pockets, uh, really just anywhere. Um the cool thing for a lot of us here in the south, southeast, is uh, in another few weeks, uh, it'll probably be, right now I'm taping this, right at the end of October, uh, come December, the birds start showing up on our lakes. We typically don't have um, gulls uh, during the summer. Uh, you may have a few stray ones. Most of them are somewhere else. Legend is they come down from the Great Lakes in the north and migrate down here to our lakes in the winter. I don't know if that's true. If you do know the answer to that, uh, let me know because I think that's pretty cool if they do. But birds start showing up. We start getting birds on the water, and uh, they are the best locators of bait that there is. So uh, start looking for those here as temperatures start getting a little bit colder. Uh, we get a little closer to winter. But... The bottom line is cover some water uh, if you can do it. Do it by boat. Um, and fish are going to be on the move. You can catch them about anywhere. Obviously, some places will be better than others. Um, but cover water. Figure out what's going on with it. It's not like times in the summertime or uh, uh, when you can pinpoint an area and say, oh, you're going to catch them shallow now or they're going to be deep or you're only going to catch them here. Stuff can be all over the place. So you're probably going to have to cover some water to find out uh exactly what's working um as far as bait goes um 
it's a wide range of baits. Uh, everything's going to work now. We're really, I know some places, sometimes of the year, maybe middle of summer, uh, dead of winter, some baits will work better than others. You may hear me later on saying, oh, you got to be using shad. you got to be using skipjack. you got to be using perch. Um, right now, a lot of stuff works. Some baits are going to be harder than others to get. If you're throwing a cast net right now, uh, especially in the southeast where we're at. I don't know how it is in other parts of the country. We have a massive hatch of shad this year, little shad. So uh, be prepared to get a bunch of those in your net. You're going to have to sift through a lot of those to find the uh, bigger ones, the bigger shad that you're looking for. Uh, but the good thing about that is, is that all of that bait is, that little bitty stuff is food for the bigger fish. Skipjack loved to eat those little small thread fin and... Uh, that's our future stock out there. As it gets colder, it'll be harder to, harder to catch the uh, bluegill and brim. They're going to start moving deeper into deeper water. Uh, you know, here all during the summer, you can catch them pretty shallow, just up beating the banks. But uh, as it gets colder, you're going to have to go deeper. Uh, they're not super deep right now. They'll come up in the middle of the day, and you can still catch them. Uh, but it's going to get harder. You're going to have to start casting around those brush piles, maybe going down six, seven, eight feet. So. All that stuff uh, is going to change and evolve a little bit. So uh, if you have hot water discharges, uh, we don't have as many of those as we used to. Uh, the hot water discharges are uh, a little more tightly regulated and governed, especially ones off the coal-fired power plants uh, because of gov government regulations and changes. And honestly, uh, a lot of these coal-fired plants, especially here in the southeast, don't get used as much as they used to. But if you got those, uh, they can be big attractors for uh, the bait, obviously. And then like skipjack or the, uh, you know, shad, like the warmer water temperatures too. So those are good places to pick up your bait. Um, we're not into total big bait time unless, of course, you're just wanting to eliminate small fish. But uh, as those temperatures start to drop into the 50s, for whatever reason... The, that's the time when those big blue cats start hitting those big baits. And uh, usually by December, uh, especially mid-December as we get close to winter, uh, late fall, that's when I start upping the size of the baits because that's the time when you can start getting into some of these bigger fish. So keep that in mind as the water temperature starts to drop we start to get you know, we're getting less and less daylight. Uh, the days are getting shorter. And as that happens, uh, less and less time that the sun's hitting the water, causing the water temperature to drop, uh, regardless of what the air temperature is around you. I know for much of you guys, fishing's going to be over for you soon. And uh, I, that's that's tough, man. I can't imagine but what that's like uh, dealing with ice. Uh, but a bunch of you ice fish, it's a whole different world. God bless you uh, when you're out there doing that. Be careful. But uh, for us in the South, we'll continue to fish year-round pretty much. It's it's until you can, you know, just not tolerate the temperatures anymore. But we're into that fall we're into the sweet spot right now. Uh, if you're out flathead fishing uh, and you get on the flatheads, it's a great time to catch a bunch of them. Uh, this is a time that I tell people if you can catch one good one, you're probably going to catch a bunch of them. They seem to almost start to congregate together uh, right now before they kind of go into that semi-dormant mode that they seem to go into in the winter. They don't hibernate uh but they become very inactive as those water temperatures really start to drop down into the uh, 50s. 
um, and 40s especially. You'll pluck one out here and there. You'll hit one in the head. You'll make it happen, but it gets harder and harder to catch them. Um, as far as this time of the year, daytime, nighttime, really, honestly, if you hit the feeding cycle, you can catch them. There's no, we're getting away from that time of the year when night bite seems to work better because of heat and light and boat traffic and that kind of stuff. These fish are going to feed when they're hungry. Uh, generally speaking, uh, if you look at some of the science and some of the research, the actual better time to be catching fish now is later in the day. There seems to be more activity than well. In a few weeks, as we get closer to winter, it will be later in the day. Right now, we're still in those, you know, early and late stages, uh, early and late times of day when the fishing is generally better. Now, again, as I tell people, don't get too wrapped up in that. Uh, don't not go fishing because the fish are supposed to be biting in the morning and you can't get out there till noon. Go fishing. Uh, you'll probably shock yourself on how good the fishing is. So, uh I don't get too wrapped up into that kind of stuff in the fall. It's fish when you can. It's beautiful being out there in the morning. Uh, you get out there, leaves are changing. Uh, it's cool. You can put on a hoodie. You're not having to sweat. You can sit in the sun, and it's, it's not beating down on you as bad. It's just a gorgeous time to be on the water, gorgeous time to be alive, and a gorgeous time to be outside and enjoy the outdoors. So if you can get out this time of the year, one of the best times to be fishing. I know a lot of people associate you know fishing with uh you know summertime it's 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 always hey it's summertime we need to go fishing it's time to go fishing but the fall's time to be out there and uh if you're fishing for catfish uh great time to be out fishing for stripers uh, a lot of the lakes that are stocked with stripers this is a great time to catch schooling fish uh, schooling fish that are chasing bait coming to the top of the water blowing up on top of the water it's a great time to be casting to them uh, you know, with some type of swim bait, uh, bucktails, uh, you know, anything like that that you can put out there and put in front of them. Uh, exciting fishing and uh, there's a lot of that good stuff going on. The other thing is crappie fishing's good. Uh, it's a great time to, uh, if you can tolerate some cold in the evenings as it starts to get colder, uh, fishing under the lights, it's a good time to draw stuff in and get those fish. These fish seem to congregate more and more together as these temperatures start to drop and get colder and colder later into the fall. But right now, uh, I say right now, end of October, first part of November, prime time to be fishing. Uh, it's a great time to be at the coast. Uh, one of the bad things for me, as many of y'all know, I deer hunt, uh, and this is that's been a childhood passion of mine. So really, October into mid-November, uh, I'm I'm in the woods deer hunting. I'll be down back at the coast fishing uh, come Thanksgiving week, but uh, it's a passion of mine. That's where my falls are spent. I wish they would have two falls, or I wish they would move deer season. One of the two. It's uh, it's tough. It's frustrating because I know the fishing's really good, but honestly, I get almost into uh, lockdown focus mode on fishing in the fall or on uh, hunting in the fall. Uh, look forward to fishing and kind of wind out of it. I used to hunt all the way through the end of December. Uh, but now I kind of uh, keep my powder dry. I try to do most of my hunting during that six, seven week period. And then I'm back to fishing because just like with the passion of deer hunting during the peak of the rut, you know, uh, there in October, November, I also know that the some of the best fishing around, some of my biggest fish, my personal best have all come 
in winter, that early part of winter. So uh, I can only imagine how many fish I miss uh, and don't catch not being out there right now. But it is what it is. Uh, we're enjoying the great outdoors. We're enjoying being alive and being out there, whether we're fishing, hunting, hiking, camping, uh, sipping coffee on the front porch on a cool morning. Uh, man, it's great to be outside and uh, just be in uh, the gorgeous world God's given us. So uh, anyway, that's my rant for now. Uh, like I said, comments, questions, feedback, go to DeeterMillerHornFishing.com. Uh, leave your questions, comments there on that, uh, there in the contact section. That's the best way to get a hold of me. That's also where you can find all my YouTube videos and all my fishing gear and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, until next time, we'll catch you on the water.